Three beers later. Three beers later. Podcast episode number nine. That's almost ten. That is almost ten. It's not though. There's really nothing us, nothing really holding us back. But I, I'm thinking to myself, man, we've made it this far. We've made it so far. All you naysayers out there. That's right. Said they, we couldn't do it. They said we couldn't do ten, 10 episodes of a podcast where we really don't talk about anything. We just drink beer. So far, you're right. Yeah, you are. But this time next week, you might be wrong. Well, you'll be on your way to being wrong. We'd have to finish that That's episode. True. That's true. So like an hour from now, a week from now, you might be wrong. And God knows what our special rule will be in episode number 10. Oof. I've, uh, I've got... I've got an idea what it might be. It all depends on the postal service. Oh, okay. Tease. Well, a- as for tonight, I don't think we have a special rule. Uh, let's just leave it ruleless. Ruleless? For now. I mean, obviously, there will be rules. Okay. And have you updated well, the page? I it- haven't yet. Okay. I'm going to get a whole list of rules on our page. Yeah. So as people be- come in, they they can get right up to speed. Um, the theme for tonight... Anyway, it might not be an every nine rule yet, but tonight the theme is recovery. Okay. Because we've been going hard. Oh, yeah. We've been going hard. That's right. Um, in fact, we could have kept going hard. Our friend Dane uh, yes. from last week, he was nice enough to bring by another six pack. And I told him not double digits. That that's That's one of our new rules. No more double digits. So then what happened? He brought a nine and a half percent beer. Which I remember from math is basically 10. Yeah, it's pretty close. So we're going to save that one. Um, we're dropping back. We're dropping back. We Recovery tonight. You know, big weekend ahead. Don't need to be, don't need to be crazy. What's going on this weekend? Let's save it for events, man. Save it for events. All right. Uh, There's so, a format to this. So what you should know is... Oh, yeah. What are we drinking? What we're drinking. It's Brickway out of Omaha's IPO, which I, I like Brickway. Um, I have gone there on many occasions they not only brew but they distill as well they have some good stuff uh i like them and this is their ipl which is an india pale lager big fan big fan of the style mark's a big fan and where's the where's the alcohol content five and a half percent five and a half it's the little green letters on the side here there they are yeah turn the can turn your head one of the two not both that doesn't do any good so it's brickway out of omaha there ipl We've both had this beer before. I think we both enjoy it. I love it. Yeah. Do you know they they haven't always they weren't always Brickway? Um, no, I didn't. They were Borgata, I believe. Huh. But there's a Borgata Casino in Jersey, and they they sued them. They sent them like a cease and desist wow. on the name. They're like, all right, that's fine. We will be something else. We're not gonna fight the casino in court. You probably have more money. Than and us. there's not a Brickway. Not that suit them yet. Anywhere else? Not that suit them yet. Yeah, that seems uh, like how many words in the English language do you think there are left <laughs> that people could just use that are original? Well, what I know is I Googled three beers later before we started this podcast and only a handful of things came up. So I said, yeah, we're probably fine. What? Like what What I are the similar podcast star <laughs> words? I, actually, I don't think there was a three beers later. There was like a three beers deep or a three beers in. But it was Similar ideas? It was in with two ins. It was oh, like they the, stayed the, a hotel. I I I don't know. <laughs> they they scared me a little bit with that concept, and I stayed away. Three beers would, in. Would you stay at the three beers in? Uh, yes. Would you? I saw this. Um, 
I, and I didn't haven't read read into it at all, but this tweet keeps on popping up, and it's like a, a, this craft beer hotel. Have you seen this? No. I need to look it up and, and look it into it on with further detail. But I don't know what the point of it is. But it said craft beer hotel. I'm in. <laughs> Those are my two favorite things, like a bed and craft beer. And probably watching Nick at Night on on a TV that half works. I don't. I, I would hope so. Are you like me? Do you watch Nick at Night at a hotel? Um, I feel like I, everybody watches Nick at Night in their hotel room. I don't really watch TV at the hotel. Mm. Is that weird? That is weird. Most of the time, I'm drunk, and then I just go to bed. Like the Full le- house is always better when you're drunk. I went to a hotel. I was in Kansas City this past weekend, stayed at a hotel, didn't turn on the TV a single time. Wow, good for you. It's probably been that way for many times in a row now. Just don't. I don't bother with it. Must be nice. I'm boring. You know, married. You have a kid. kid. You have a kid. Right. So, she, she has to go to sleep, but I don't. So I have to watch old reruns of Family Matters. Okay. So here's what it says. A new beer hotel will have craft brews on tap in the rooms, jacuzzis, and showers. In the rooms on tap? Wow. <laughs> oh, that's dangerous. Scottish brewer Brew Dog will open the world's first crowdfunded craft beer hotel in Columbus, Ohio. Like that's way worse than the mini bar or the mini fridge in your room cuz the the taps just flowing. Right. I mean, I wonder what the See, I bet if I read this further, is this a person? Can can, can we like start a segment? Okay, here? yeah, you know how this works. Um first beer, it's open. One. Uh People. People. Th- um, second second beer. Events. Is events. I- ideas. Third beer. People, events, ideas. One, two, three. This, you get smarter as you go along. You know the deal. All right. But I sound dumb always during that part when I'm trying to explain it. Yeah. The kids you haven't started drinking yet. That's when you're at your dumbest. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it all makes perfectly. sense. Right. Uh, it's so called. The Scottish brewer is a person. Sure. It's called the doghouse. Uh, $7.3 million hotel will feature a craft beer spa with beer-based treatments, beer taps in the bedrooms, hot tub filled with punk IPA, and a beer fridge in the shower. There's a beer fridge in the shower? That's the best idea I've ever heard. It will be funded through a crowdfunding campaign. Um, The brewery is already hit. Well, this is back in March, so I don't know. I assume it's fully funded by now. This is in Scotland? Uh, it's in. It's going to be built in Columbus, Ohio. Oh, yeah. So it's a possibility. It's out there. Wow. Well, I was thinking, are it's set to open by the end of September next year, two thousand eighteen. End of September next year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Our uh, my wife and I, our ten year anniversary is next year, uh-huh. and we're trying to figure out a craft beer hotel a trip. Three beers in. The three beers in. Yeah. I was thinking she wants to go overseas anyway. If I can like trick her into staying at a craft beer hotel, I had no in idea. Columbus, Ohio. But now it's in Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. I'm probably not getting her to go to Columbus, Ohio. Oh, man. Happy 10 year anniversary. Uh, quote from the BrewDog CEO Beer geeks around the world have been crying out for a beer hotel since we first floated the idea. <laughs> Tell really? me about they it. They have been. Everywhere I go. Oh, we should make a beer hotel. <laughs> you know what we should make? A beer dumpster. Yeah, and like <laughs> seedless apples. That'd be apple, cool. Apple beer. No. No. Apples that taste like beer. No, no, no. Beers that taste like <laughs> apple. Wait. We're bad at acting drunk. 
Keep drinking. Uh, they've been floating out the beer hotel idea since they first got on social media. So we're going to kickstart the most ambitious project we've ever planned, all with the backing of our global community of beer fans, said BrewDog co-founder and CEO James Watt. It looks dope. And I would like to go. I'm wondering many I have many questions. How much for, you know, just a night at the hotel? Uh-huh. How much to activate the constant beer tap? Right. This needs to be some sort of all-inclusive experience. I, I think I would think so. It, I, I, that's the only way I'm going to actually enjoy it because as we've mentioned on the show, I'm frugal. So if I am counting how many $7 beers I'm taking out of that little fridge in the in the shower, I'm not taking any. Right. This needs to be one-time fee resort. Make, call it a resort right. fee or whatever you want. I'll, I'll pay, but I'll pay $1,000. Oh, I was going to say $200. <laughs> i will pay $1,000. For for five days? Oh, yeah, a week and a half. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See, I was going tonight. I'd pay $200 tonight. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. As long as they've got comfortable pillows. Doesn't matter. We'll be drunk. Oh, that's when I that's when I really need a comfortable pillow. Really? When when I get the spins. Interesting. I, I need to have a comfortable pillow okay. or I'm never going to sleep. So that's how the show begins today. Mark, who are some other people that we should talk about? You know who's a person that I really like? Mm, I don't know what you're thinking, no. I thought you were just going to guess somebody. Derek Jeter. Oh, I hate that guy. El Capitan. Gordon Ramsay. Uh-huh. I'm a big fan of Gordon Ramsay. And his m- meanness. He's really you know, mean. He's, he's really soft inside, though. You ever watch MasterChef Junior? No. He's so great with those kids. Is he really? He's a big softie. I think that whole Hell's Kitchen thing is an act. I don't buy that. It seems pretty real to me. Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, what has he done? What What is he doing? I saw this video, and I don't know any context behind it, but Gordon Ramsay went into the rainforest and watched some guy make cocaine, and he, he's just kind of narrating the whole thing. The How did he... Okay, wait. So they went... Slow down. They went deep into the rainforest. He keeps talking about how deep and, <laughs> and remote into the rainforest they're going, and they just keep trekking. Keep how did he trekking. know that this guy was there? He had to find him? He had a connection. Gordon Ramsay has a connection. Gordon Ramsay to the cocaine guy just, in the middle of the I, rainforest. I don't know this. This yeah, video, it seems like quite the coincidence, Gordon. This I don't know. Video started with Gordon Ramsay trekking through the rainforest, saying we had to go really deep into the rainforest, only with a British accent. Was it a situation could. where like he's walking through there and he forgets where to go, and it's like a beer fest situation? He's trying to find the room that that beer fest goes into. Last time I came here, I was hammered. So I think we have to do that again. And he, as he leads him there or something like that. Is that the situation? Yeah, so he, That's what I'm... Just a little... Yeah. Nose candy. Um, so the way they make cocaine, this is really the, the whole point behind it, is they, they showed them making cocaine. So it starts with... Really? It starts with coca leaves, which makes sense. I, a nice okay. natural ingredient. And they kind of just take a weed whacker to that and get them all pulpified. And then they cover it in cement dust. Like the like cement, dust. well, the stuff you use to make concrete. Oh. This is the cement. Oh, yeah, comes in the big bag before you put like water in it. Yeah, right. Gotcha. So it's just like the powdered cement. What? What? They 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 cover the leaves in this big like sandbox looking thing with with uh, cement, and after that's all mixed together. I'm envisioning like kitty litter. Uh, yeah, kinda. 
Okay. All right. Um, after that, it's splashed with a lot of sulfuric acid, which has been dissolved in water, but is still sulfuric acid. After that point, it gets all put into a barrel. You've got this big liquidy mess now. It's in a barrel, and they douse it in gasoline. The, that that marinates for a while, and then they use battery acid oh my to gosh. separate it. So they add the battery acid, and that makes... What happens to you when you do cocaine? The battery acid makes the pure cocaine water go down to the very bottom of the barrel uh, via science. And then this guy has to take a, a hose, shove it all the way to the end of the barrel... And, to suck the real and, cocaine and out. siphon it out with, with a tube. Yeah. So oh, my God. Which I can only imagine if you get a mouthful of pure cocaine water, <laughs> your heart just stops. Well, it beats really, really fast and then stops. What but, the hell? So that's cocaine. Um, Wow. I don't know where to start. Um, First question. Let's go back then to what I just said. What happens to your body when you when you use cocaine? Um, well, what I've seen from movies is you get a lot of energy. We we're, we we need to get a person who who's done cocaine. Okay, Brett Kane needs to come back. <laughs> Just kidding. I like I don't. That's crazy. All those ingredients, and it's probably not that you know. It's not obviously not worse than meth, but like. That's true. That's but true. you're putting gasoline in it, and you're snorting it. And battery acid. And battery acid. Like the, the video shows the guy literally just pouring out of a battery, like out of a car battery, oh my God. into this little uh, capful. Oh, man. Okay, and then also, like, how do you get how do you get the, the purest form of cocaine? How do you get the purest well, cocaine? Well, so the, the article I was just reading was talking about, because this is pure cocaine water. That they're currently at, so then they kind of let that evaporate, and you, you're left with the residue, and that that gets sold off to your dealer, or well, you know, however many steps down the line. But it's at that point that they, you know, start mixing stuff in and cutting it down and oh, diluting it a little bit, like the flavors. Well, flavors, like chili pea. Yeah, sure. Either that, or just like mixing it with baby powder, or whatever looks like cocaine. Ah, gotcha. Like what? adding breadcrumbs to your your beef. Yeah, sure. Well, wait, what? <laughs> you ever make hamburgers that way? Should I have said water to your high C? No, no. Like what at you, like at not... a at a church uh, luncheon, they water down the high C. They do. Have you never had orange high C at a church luncheon? It's the worst form of high C. Because they water it down to serve everybody. I don't know that I have or haven't before, but I don't think... Have you had high C at McDonald's before it died? Uh, probably, yeah. It's really good there, right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, those are the only two scenarios where a person ever drinks high C, so... Wait, so this is common practice? Yeah. What are you What are you talking about? I was Bre more interested in the first part, in the, yeah. In the ground beef? Yeah, what's well, that? Well, if you only have a certain amount of ground beef but need to feed more people with your hamburgers, you add breadcrumbs to make it go further. Oh my god! So you're telling me that I can make more for myself? Sure. Yeah. Huh. It, it'll, you'll just need some breadcrumbs. Yeah. It'll be less good. All right. This is all earth-shattering information. More so. 
Yeah. Wait, which is better, more bad or less good? Mm, well, depends on what you're going for, I, I suppose. Well, let's talk hamburgers. Um, you seem like a more bad guy. Yeah, I think I am. And, and especially if, if it was just hamburgers. Yeah, just hamburgers. At-home hamburgers. Yeah. More for less. Absolutely. I want to make one really good hamburger. I do, too. I want all that. You know, I want... I, want I feel like I can make one really good hamburger at home. But it's a hamburger. I mean, no matter what I do for, for my own cooking purposes, if I'm making hamburgers, no matter what I do to dress it up, it's not going to be a great hamburger. Why not? It'll be a it'll be a good hamburger. Why? I don't know. Like don't, it, don't it's limit just, yourself. It's just lettuce, tomato, what ketchup, mustard, onion, all that other stuff. Throw it on there, and it's basically the same. If I have, if I do this breadcrumb secret, mm -hmm. it's probably going to taste the same. Am I right? It will probably taste the same. Do you do you just get like the cheapest hamburger buns you can find? Yes. Yeah. That's part of it. I feel like the bun's a big part of a gourmet okay. burger. All right. Um, Do I need a Kaiser bun? No, no, no. Well, maybe. Kaiser roll? Those are really, like, hard, aren't they? I don't know. I bought some of those at Super Saver, but they were the day-olds because deals. And a pretzel bun? Ooh, a pretzel bun. I, I'm, I need to make pretzel buns. That's it. I've already event. got this, like, worked out with my dad. He's going to make the brisket, and I'm going to make the pres pretzel buns, and it's going to yeah. be fantastic. It just you hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened yet. I make, I make great pretzels. I'm excited to convert it into a bun. So, I, yeah, I think the bun's a, a, an important factor in your gourmet at-home burger. Um, I think you also need to branch out a little bit in your toppings. Before we get there, how are you making your patty? Like, like how are you cooking it? On the grill. Like a real grill? No, I don't have a real grill. Yeah. I have an electric grill that I use inside my apartment. But you're never going to get any, like, smoky flavor or in that. Do you, get, do you get good charring on your electric grill? Yeah, I could. Yeah, yeah. I certainly could. Char is important. Sear is important. Yeah, get a good, nice, good sear on there. But then, like I said, the toppings, bacon. You do bacon. If it's if it's there, cheese. If it's there, yeah, good cheese. No, I, I like to like uh, saute up some onions and some red peppers. I like to you got to you got to like toast the buns, especially if you're making bacon. Put your bun in the bacon grease. Toasted in the bacon grease. Okay. Super good. Uh, peanut butter. A little peanut butter on there with all that stuff. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the peanut butter burger See, I, with I, the right other ingredients. I just think um, we look at it differently. Like, I, I'm going to make this stuff. I'm going to make everything I make based on its availability. So, like, I'm not going to be the person who goes to the store like every night and then grabs the stuff that I need to make dinner that night. Sure, sure. You know? But right. So in that so in that like I'm talking you're about not, going you're to the grocery like store once it. every, you know, two or three weeks here. Okay. And then getting all the stuff that I think I need. Obviously if I'm trying to make the this gourmet hamburger, there's something missing from the piece of the puzzle. There's something missing from the puzzle, you know? Yeah. So I so I don't have all the ingredients. I guess so basically I, I always have mustard and uh, like kind of that's it i mean maybe some like <laughs> and, and, and you know the hamburger and then right. shredded cheese right. or something like that and then just okay melt it on there yeah I, I mean i suppose 
in my situation, we do a little more meal planning because there's the three of us yeah, and see, we have to. I don't have that. And if I'm making hamburgers, the only way my wife is going to agree to that is if we have all the stuff. Like, I'm not making hamburgers because she won't eat them if we only uh, gotcha. put lettuce on there. She's okay. like, no, that's not good enough. I want better. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've set certain standards and now I have to live up to them. Yeah, I get that. It's it's my... It hurts sometimes. My gift and my curse. Okay, back to the cocaine thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I envision this, I maybe I'm wrong for this, but you, you give me rainforest mm-hmm. and I, I picture... And you explained it as you put it in one big tub and you mix it around or something like that. Yeah. I just imagine a, a very dirty and unsterile environment. Very dirty. It was open air. And like I said, basically all being done in the sandbox looking thing, open air. There's some sort of covering above them. So there's no way they're making the good stuff. Well, Gordon Ramsay's got a bad cocaine guy. I don't think so. I think this is where cocaine comes from. Because at the end, at the end, no matter what, you're left with pure cocaine water because it's all been separated. But don't you think, like, and I'm drawing all all of my knowledge from Breaking Bad. Okay. But don't you think if the... That's meth. But it's cooking drugs. If the environment was better, the product becomes better. The The environment is more controlled. Uh-huh. You know, what, what made them get really good at is they could control kind of the temperature and... They could do it at a more mass level when they got the nice big lab mm-hmm. and stuff like right. that. Don't you think that that would eventually, that would turn out the better product? I'm sure you're right, especially when you're talking about like siphoning from the bottom of the barrel. Can't they just put a spigot at the bottom of the barrel? Doesn't that seem... For the cocaine water? Yeah, for the cocaine water. Yeah, I don't just, know. why. That seems unnecessarily rudimentary. To siphon it out. To siphon it out. And then you're getting some uh, some rainforest guy spit. In with your cocaine? Absolutely. Nobody wants that. That's all there. Yeah, you're right. Gordon Ramsay. I'll, I've got a bad cocaine you've guy. You've got a bad cocaine guy. And then I also think about... So on the other hand, let me, let me argue with myself a little bit here. Uh-huh. On the other hand, do they care? One of the things I always got pissed at Walt for in Breaking Bad was these meth heads... Jesse was right. Jesse's absolutely right. He knows because he was a meth head. They don't give a F. About what, you know, if it's 69% or if it's 99%, they don't care. You don't think so? They seem to care once they had his. They could tell the difference. Now, the difference there, I think, was probably you could get high and do less meth. Right. So that's probably what makes it better. But it is, is it actually, like, can you tell? I think they probably could. I don't know. I mean, like, Tuco takes, takes one hit. You could tell right away. What did he say? I don't remember. <laughs> Shit. Uh, tight. Tight. Tight, tight, tight. Man, that's a great character. Tuco? Yeah. I think he's great. For some reason, we always end up talking about Breaking Bad on this thing. Have we ever talked about Breaking Bad on oh, this We talked thing? about it at length either last week or two weeks. Yet yeah, with Brett two weeks oh, ago. Oh, with Brett. Yeah. Yeah, because he does a good Jesse Pinkman. Uh-huh. Well, and we were talking about how we got into it was um, Captain Phillips. No, Captain um, Captain Sully. Spalding. Sully. Oh, he's in that. He's in the Sully movie and Anna Gunn, the wife, oh, yeah, Skyler. That's right. That's she's right. on the committee or whatever. It's all coming and then back. we then we bitched at Skyler. Yeah. yeah, she sucks. Walt sucks too. 
All right. Are there any more um, people? More people? Uh, how about the barstool people? Mm, you we, want? You want? Yeah, we got like a, a sip on these guys. Okay, that's fine. They don't. They don't need more than a sip because they're not on ESPN anymore. Yeah, so they're out. They they after one episode, and they were about to debut the second episode of this bar tool, barstool van talk mm-hmm. on ESPN two. ESPN guy was like, not doing it. Yeah, John Skipper. John right? Skipper, cool Pre- name. President there at ESPN. Definitely a cool name. They go. Basically, what he said was, we like. Their product, they delivered on giving us a show every week, and it was good, and it was worthy of putting on TV. However, we couldn't separate that, and the viewers couldn't separate that. And from from ass- assumingly stockholders, people like that couldn't mm. separate that from barstool sports, which is overwhelmingly racist and sexist sometimes. Although they'll tell you they're not. That's right. Um. My whole problem offensive. with this... I shouldn't offensive. say that. I should just say offensive. offensive. They're offensive. Juvenile and yeah. offensive. <clears throat> My whole problem with that is, one, and this is what uh, Dave Portnoy from Barstool said, and I actually agree with him on this. What did you expect when you got Barstool? You were yeah. getting Barstool? Oh, it's a total screw-up by ESPN. They They look like the idiots here. But at this point... They pulled the plug after one episode. The 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 furor and the anger behind that whole move had kind of subsided already because of I mean this is the our internet age society. That's true. People got mad and then they were they were already over it. Mm-hmm. Episode two would have come and gone. Nobody would have known. Well, but to bring up the point that John Skipper was saying is we couldn't separate they couldn't separate that from. The actual content of the website, the blog, barstoolsports.com. So inevitably, something stupid would have happened again. One of ESPN's talents would have gotten an argument with somebody who blogged something about how they called Sam Ponder a slut or something like that. Yeah. And then it, you know, it would have looked bad all around once again. I suppose you're you're right. Something it's mostly would preventative, have happened, right? Yeah, you're right. It's it's saving future embarrassment. That's a fair point. I think it's. I think it was mostly preventative. But ESPN looks like the dumb ones, and and they're probably you know they're they're smart for cutting ties. However, they, they sh- probably they should shouldn't have, have seen this. They shouldn't have ever really done. They seem to just kind of be like floating in the deep end, not having any idea how to survive in current sports media world. Mm-hmm. They're firing everybody, and they don't know what to do. Don't know what they're now. doing. Firing a whole bunch of good writers and replacing them with, I don't know. and well, Not Barstool. <laughs> not Barstool and losing some of their key figures talent-wise anyway to, to Fox Sports and stuff like that. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I'm not sure. I don't, and I don't know that they've declared that really. They just went out and fired a whole bunch of people. Didn't they have... They haven't really said what direction. Hey, what direction are we going? Didn't they, have, they haven't been like Fox? We're pivoting to video, which is also stupid. The worst. <laughs> the worst. But they haven't declared. Not that I ever went to FoxSports.com anyway. I suppose that's kind of the point. Mm-hmm. Um, They're did, geniuses. Didn't they? Didn't they have um, MLB Network programming on ESPN for a little bit? Like, wasn't Christopher Russo's show on ESPN two? Yes. 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 
that show is that still a thing was not made by espn2 it was it was mirrored right right it's an mlb network production just kind of like how barstool van talk was right like they were just buying the show right they're filling their airwaves with yes purchased programming right which is, I, I really have no problem with if you want to consolidate good shows for me on one network that's fine yeah then i have to buy less things yeah i <laughs> I wouldn't I, I I wouldn't mind that. It's kind of the the TV version of like NFL Red Zone, which is also on TV. Oh, they should put NFL Red Zone on ESPN. <laughs> now you're thinking. I like it. Buy I'll all say the I'll stuff save it for the ideas. That makes the the other networks awesome. <laughs> and put it all on one channel for me. Um and then eventually you're just doing a an actual sports center with highlights again. <laughs> oh, I solved the problem. Shit. My bad. Beer two? Beer two. Two. Events? Yes, sir. All right. Good. Events. You got any events coming up? I, um, this is, this is crazy. And it's not really an event. I guess it could be. You know what's an event? The birth of a child. That's an event. Yeah. Oh, that's a, that's a good solid tease. So, an update on the sex bot situation. Been following up on this a little bit. I don't like where this is going. Reading a little bit um, from the Sun. The Sun, which is a in thing. in Britain. Yes, yeah. Um, sex robot creator Sergey Santos says people will marry his creations within the next twenty years, and claims he's worked out how to have a baby with one. Hmm. I want to know more. Um, he goes into the points about how everyone thinks he's crazy for thinking this, and then he's his rebuttal is, oh, yeah, well, people thought cell phones were crazy 15 years ago, and look at them now. You can't live with that. So he's basically saying that his invention of the sex bot is like is the, the is cell, phone cell phone of 20 years from now. Right. Um. So I was kind of under the assumption that the only reason to have sex with a sex bot was that you didn't have to use a condom. Oh? But now if they can have babies, then you have to use a condom with your sex bot again? It doesn't have to be that way, though. You could just make it have a baby. Oh. I mean, it would be nice to have the whole progression, I guess, if you were lonely, right? So are we... You have sex with it, then it has a baby. Uh Uh-huh. But if you really wanted to just have a baby, then apparently there's a way to do so. Tell, tell me more about sex bot babies. I want to read you a, a, a solid portion of this. He explained, quote, I can make them have a baby. It's not so difficult. I would love to have a child with a robot. His plan involves using the brain he has created for Samantha, which is his sex robot, but upgrading it so it's functioning at full capability. This is the sketchy part. So we're, we're talking full human here. Attempting, yes. This is the point in the movie about robots where everything goes to shit. Where everybody says, no, you've gone too far. (laughs) Exactly. This this is that point. Okay. Sergey said, using the brain I have already created, I would program it with a genome so he or she could have moral values plus concepts of beauty, justice, and the values that humans have. Then, to create a child with this robot... It would be extremely simple. I would make an algorithm of what I personally believe about these concepts and then shuffle it 
with what she thinks and then 3D print it. Okay. Hang on. So we're talking, one, we're talking a robot baby. Correct? If we're talking 3D printing? Well, I don't printing. think that they can make a human baby with that. No. Okay. So, so fake baby. This Samantha will have concepts of morality and beauty and justice. Correct? Um, yes. That's the part in the movie where it always goes wrong is mm-hmm. when you give... Um, Real feelings. When you give the robot a moral dilemma... It's Westworld. ...and justice. It's, I haven't seen Westworld. It's Westworld. You you have these robots, and they're what they're basically doing is... You want me to give you the premise of this show? Well, I, I kind of know. So the robot... Basically, you, you as a human can go to this hotel type of thing. Yeah, three and, beers in. And there is... Yeah, three beers in. Shout out to that podcast. <laughs> We should have them on sometime. And you can pay, and you get this experience where you walk into a world, and there's already people there, but the people are robots. Okay. And so you could do anything you want to them. You could kill them. You could have sex with them. You can slap them in the face. You could have real conversations can with them. Can we just them. sit down you, and have a beer? You can make friends. You could sit down and have a beer. All that stuff. Can we play Star Fox? It's a real world, except for you know going in that these robots... You could kill them. Okay. And, it's, and then nothing really happens mm-hmm. to them. It's like the real are there, world. Are there consequences in, in the world? Like, will other robots be mad if I kill that robot? Will they react appropriately? Um, They they have like a meter for all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Kinda they like monitor playing, it on a case-by-case basis. Like playing Grand Theft Auto or something. Your, your crime meter goes up or your heat. Right. Need for speed. And you can get caught and you can go to a jail. But ultimately, what if you're a person who goes to this place, you're thinking to yourself, or this is what I would be thinking to myself, they can't do anything to me. Mm-hmm. They could put me in this jail and it would suck, but they can't kill me. All I would have to do is take out a gun and kill them all. Yeah. Right. You know? And then nothing really can. happens to you. But then something happens. Something gets changed. Their senses... And they're all of these morals and all this stuff, they get heightened and they start to remember things. Oh, okay. And so they remember how many times they've been killed and raped and all this stuff. And they start to get pissed and they all, they all clam together and they start raging against the humans. So they have like one big collective memory. No, they each individually have their memories okay. of okay. what they've seen. But they collude. But they collude with each other. Okay. And that's the shit we're talking about, right? Right. Here. Collusion seems very likely, mm-hmm. especially if they if they're on the Wi Fi's. That that seems like it'd be really easy for them to collude without us knowing. And you can't shut them down. You can't um, shut them down at this point. We're past that because they flipped the switch or whatever. I feel like I don't want my robot to have any sort of sense of beauty. Uh oh. I don't need my robot saying, hey, have you gained a couple pounds? Mm-hmm. Your ass looks bigger today. Mm-hmm. I don't want that. I don't want justice. Justice seems bad. Or morals. Like, uh, I don't want to have sex with you today because that feels wrong. Right. right. No, you're the sex bot. Right. You're, you're basically a slave right. and you shouldn't know that that's bad. Exactly. Okay. So this is a dangerous ground that we lie on. So then, to make the baby, you've taken the algorithms to create 
the robot and you figured out what your own senses of morality and beauty and justice are and created algorithms for those as well to mirror yourself and you scramble throw up. that in a computer and say mm-hmm. randomizer and then cr- and then 3d print a baby and then put all of those ideals inside the 3d printed baby <laughs> and then it's a robot world where the robot has some sort of fucking attachment to the mom robot right right and then they're both sucking on the robot teat yes and now instead of creating humans to repopulate our world we're only repopulating the world with robots and then you're walking down the street and you don't know who's a robot and who's a human this is Westworld and he's saying in like 15 20 years this will just be the norm I apparently um, I assume it will start in Japan I've made that joke before. That's a bad racist joke. <laughs> uh, Sergey has a wife, a real not human Samantha. Wife. Yeah. Um, what does Maritza, Mrs. Sergey, think about this? Um, she has no problem with Samantha, and even helps him with the development of sex robot prototypes in his lab. Um, Sergey has studied electronic engineering, nanotechnology, AI, material sciences, and applied materials. He was a well-respected expert in nanotechnology before going into the sex robot production, even traveling to the States and doing lectures to students at Yale. Yeah, it's a tale as old as time. Nanotechnologist turns into sex bots. That's If I had a nickel. I just don't... And these conversations always come up in a joking matter. But believe me when I say that this shit is real life. If you give the robots feelings and morals and and justice, which is a sense of wanting to do something about it. And justice, also a key word. This is bad. This is bad. And I'm not this is not I'm not kidding. You know, I'm I'm dead serious. I'm not kidding. Once again, we talk about this as like, oh, the robots are going to take over the world. No, they fucking will. The robots are going to take over They're, the world. They will. And apparently, I don't think you get it. This is not a joke. Like by the time I'm fifty, so within the next, I don't know, ten years, you're just gonna be like cell phones. Everyone's gonna have rope sex robot. People are going to be walking down the street with their own sex robots. They're going to be best friends with them, and you're not going to know who's dating a sex robot and who's dating a normal human being. And there's going to be a baby. And that baby might be a robot, too. What are you going to name your sex bot, baby? It, it's not. This is not a sex robot anymore. This is a robot. This is a human robot with feelings and emotions. And God forbid, memories. Do you have to keep the reveries? 3D printing? Keep the reveries away. Do you have to keep 3D printing new bodies for your baby as it continues to grow? <laughs> Does the does the 3D printed baby grow? Is that what you're asking? Right. Do you just like every week? Good oh, question. Oh, my baby's gained so much weight. Good question. Maybe you get a you get a, a zero through two model. <laughs> a two through four. Do maybe you would have to get one, a new one for each of the first like ten years. Or maybe fifteen or yeah, let's say you'd have to get a new baby for the first eighteen years of its life. Now you automatically, but then after 18, you only have to get one once every five years because they don't change that much after 
Yeah, right. After 18. Right. Just every new reunion. Right. Does the ba- robot baby, the sex bot baby, like, learn things? Like, do you have to potty train it? Does it wear diapers? Questions. I don't know. I don't know the answers to them. Can you still teach your... It depends on, on I guess, if you were good at being potty trained right. or like, something like that. Do you I still have to teach it ABCs, or does it just know? This is a real baby. Can it, can like, it talk? This is not... Do you have to program it to babble? You are taking things from yourself. You are basically doing all the things that normally create a baby without the sex part. You You are creating, you're taking some of your DNA and putting it into some of the robot's DNA and making a baby out of it. Like that's going to be too real. I'm flustered as hell. You know how parents teach and instill a sense of morality into their child over the course of 18 years? Does that baby have it from day one? (laughs) Is the baby just going to know? Right. What's right and wrong? I shouldn't do drugs. (laughs) (laughs) Or, depending on the morals of the parents, drugs aren't so bad. Right. Give me that cocaine. Not to pee and poop everywhere. Or, depending on the morals of your parents. Yeah, that'd be kind of nice, I guess. <laughs> Just have a baby yeah. automatically. Yeah. doesn't pee okay. or poop anyway. Right, now that I'm thinking about this a little bit more. This is... What um, can we do about it? This is a terrible development. What can be done? How, I don't know. We gotta go we over it? there and kill this guy. Can we hack into Samantha and have her do it so my hands are clean? <laughs> On the Wi-Fi's? And Where's he at? England? I don't know. Italy? Russia? I'll say this. Samantha, for as much technology as we're talking about here, Samantha doesn't look that real. Samantha looks like a Barbie doll. Like, here. You see this? It's the eyes. They got to figure out the eyes. Yeah. It's a little weird. Why does he have her finger? Why does he have his finger in her mouth? They got to figure out the eyes. Oh, my God. Her hair's nice, though. Yeah. She's got all that stuff. It just, she looks like a, 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 a Barbie doll. When you're going out with Samantha, is she still like taking forever to pick out her clothes and all these other nice female stereotypes? Can she never decide where to eat? Because that's part of the whole dating experience. Right. But if you're creating a sex bot, then wouldn't you just want the question, you know, wouldn't you make it so all the problems of normal women... Right. Just do go you, away. Do you do you make her lifelike or do you make her ideal? That that's what you should do. Which one? Ideal. Ideal? Yes. Not not lifelike. Because it's not it's not a real human. It can't have feelings and emotions. When you ask it out to dinner, it just says yes. When you say where do you want to go, it just looks up what you want in its computer brain. <laughs> I see you enjoyed right. five guys on you. And it's only 0.3 miles away. Oh, my God. Okay, we're going there. Great idea, Samantha. How but do I look, if Samantha? we're talking about real-life humans with human things, things, you would say, how about five guys, Samantha? And she would say, mm, Give me 10 more options. <laughs> you decide. And then, I, and then you would say, I decided five guys, and she would say no. <laughs> I don't want real five guys tonight. You would walk into five guys, like ah, you know, <laughs> uh, nothing looks good. 
stupid Samantha. So that is that's a great question, and I think that's the crux of the whole thing. <laughs> that is the fundamental question that we need to be in the direction that we need to be going here. Don't make it about reality. Make it about fantasy. Fantasy. Also, put in that rule where you can't harm humans. That's in all of the movies. I don't know where that started. Like that law of robots that <laughs> says they can't hurt humans, and how that's what every robot movie. Yeah, every single robot movie. There's like there's three three laws of robotics, uh-huh. and one of them is you can't hurt humans. I will do no harm to humans. But then they all end up right. Hurting they, humans. they they work around that somehow. Because when you set the rules for the robots and then you give them the ability to have justice or whatever it is, then they right. all collude together That's and all say, the problem. I only know three things and I, w- I want all those things to not exist anymore. They only gave me three rules. One of them is to not kill humans. Fucking breaking that rule. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do if I was a robot. Just imagine if you were in a jail. You know, like you can't smoke, you can't smoke cigarettes, and you were a habitual smoker for the previous, you know, thirty years of your life. You went to jail. You can't smoke cigarettes anymore. What do you do when you get out? You smoke the cigarettes. You smoke cigarettes because it's the thing that you couldn't do while you were in jail. So as soon as you can robots harm stay humans, in jail. You do harm humans. It always turns into like. I'm not supposed to harm humans. However, the humans are harming themselves and the path they're going down is bad for their own mm. sake. Therefore, we have to eliminate them all for their own sake. This is the only way to save humans. That's what it always turns into. Yeah, that's a crock of shit. Crock of shit. Stupid <laughs> robots. Fucking Samantha. So, I mean, this has been the biggest break in this deal that we've seen in quite a long time. Um, and it has me... It's getting real. It has me worried. We're talking anchor babies for robots. Like, Trump can't deport them now because they're 3D printing babies. It's great. Uh, do we have any more events to I talk about? I do have an event. All right, great. I, it's not going to follow that one very well, Ugh. but hey, there's a half marathon this weekend. Why not a full marathon? Because it's called the Havsy. That's stupid. Make it a full marathon. You're already, already <laughs> putting me down yeah. for... For only doing like a half marathon. Like if you're marathon. doing a half marathon, if you're like if the event is a half marathon, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm like if you're if you can only do a half marathon, that's fine. But why isn't the event to do a full marathon and then you decide whether to do the like, half or the five k or the ten k? There's, there's a time commitment for these people that are on staff for the half. They don't have all day to sit around and wait for you to run. Just standing there with the finish tape. Mm-hmm. No, they got stuff to do. They didn't get enough Kenyans. Samantha's waiting at home. They didn't get enough they Kenyans. They didn't get enough Kenyans. Always a problem with your marathon. And we're talking four hours now? <laughs> Jeez. These Americans have to run this? Fuck. <laughs> All right. What's going on with... You're running it. I am... You're running a marathon? I'm going to... Half, half marathon. I'm going to try and run a half marathon. The problem is I haven't been training as well as a person probably should for these things. And I'm concerned about that. And here's my big question. If I don't run the whole thing, do I still get to take a medal and say... Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what you have to ask. Do do you want to have a good time? Do you want to run the whole thing? Or do you just want to finish it? Or do you just just want to move your body 13.1 miles? You know? Mm -hmm. I want to do that. there's a lot of... I want to do that. There's a lot of, I think... Um, 
good stuff in like you could run five miles and take two miles off mm -hmm. and then run another five miles and then you only got one mile left 1.1 1. 1. you know like i don't see the problem with that it's all about what you personally want i think well when i started i wanted to run 13.1 miles straight up the whole thing yeah i mean that was the goal when i whenever i signed up wow whenever that was the problem is it got hot outside and then I'm like, I don't want to run. It's hot outside. I get sweaty. Blech. Gross. You do get sweaty. I know. We talked about that. Experienced. Yeah. It's hot in here again today. Yeah, it is. We'll have to turn off the... I think our AC gets frozen in this building. It does. I, we'll have to turn that off on the way out. Help me remember that. I did that before. Today? Yeah. It's currently off. Oh, it's off. Yeah. That's why it's Okay, off. good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. It's probably going to get too cold tonight, though. It won't thaw. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying I can still... As long as you do what you want to do... Well, what I wanted to do was run it, and I don't think that's going to happen. Well, what do you want to do now? I have to adjust expectations? Absolutely. Uh, that's hard. You temper See, expectations. The problem with that, then, is that I... When you're when you you, you got I mean, a quarterback, a, a, an all NFL quarterback before the season, yeah. and he breaks his leg... Your expectations are a little bit lower. You still say go out and run that half marathon with a broken leg, damn it. I mean, the quarterback, the, oh, the backup's not going to take you to the Super Bowl. The backup's not going to take you to the Super Bowl. So now, now. You you're, are the backup version of yourself You're shooting now. for the number one pick. Yeah, uh, you're tank. You're tank. <laughs> okay. All right. My new, go backwards. My new, <laughs> my new goal is to just stay with whoever the minimum pace guy is. The guy that says you can't be any slower than me. I'm just gonna walk with him. Do is, is okay. That's a thing. That, that yeah, was there, my next there's question. a minimum pace. How yeah, eighteen and a half minute mile or something like that? That'd be walking. Yeah, that'd be like less than walking. Right. It's it's slow. That'd be walking and stopping. It's slow for a long period of time. It's going slow for a long period of time. It's it's a slow minimum pace. There there will there will be people walking this mar. Uh, my my wife has signed up and she will be walking this half marathon. Wait a minute. So you're telling me I could walk a marathon, oh, I have and then I would still get the fucking sticker that says 26.2 at the end, and I would slap it on my car and do act you like I ran those it? out, or do you have to buy those? I don't know. I don't know either. But I could still say I did a marathon. Yeah. Yeah. And people who have done that, by the way, will say, hey, don't knock it until you've tried it. It's hard. Walking? 26 miles? I've walked 13 miles drunk before. Really? Just like going from... Like not having a ride places. Just walk. Are you exaggerating that number or have you actually walked 13 miles drunk? Um, It's probably slightly exaggerated. I would say somewhere around eight, eight miles. Eight mile? Yeah. I mean, it's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty and good. And I would say that I was going at a better than 18 minute a mile pace. <laughs> So I could go to I wanna, this thing. I want to test this. I kind of want to make you walk a half marathon. Should I go get hammered before the marathon? <laughs> sure. And just show up and just Starts stumble. Starts at 830 on Sunday. Stumble the whole way. Yeah. yeah. Just stay out all night Saturday and then show up at the start line 830 Sunday morning and, and walk this half marathon with my wife. Mm. She'll appreciate the company. Yeah. Where are you going to be? I'll be I'll be really far ahead of there. So what what is your plan? I mean, are you going to... My plan is to run as long as I okay, can run. that's a good plan. And then 
at that point. No, fall nah, down. Actually, I take that back. Not it's a good plan. You're right. It's probably a horrible plan. You got to set a number for yourself. I don't think I want to do that though. Say I, I got to run the first five miles, guaranteed. Oh yeah, right. Okay, so the the longest I've run in training is seven miles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know I can do that. And I've got some things going for me this Saturday. It's in the morning. I always run at night. This is in the morning, which means I will be fresh legs, fresher. Mm-hmm. It's cold. Good. That's crisp. A, that right. That's a good thing for me. So I know I've got seven miles in me. After that, it's like every everything on top of that's just kind of gravy. So I'm just gonna go for as long as I can after that. That's a good goal. The problem I, I'm I'm foreseeing is like I get to like mile ten, and I'm just like ah. Dead. Can't do anything now. You can't even walk right. anymore? I wouldn't know. I still have this this just like pipe dream in my head, though, that I'm going to find find myself in some sort of zone and find a seventh gear that I didn't know existed and run, well, run nice. the whole thing. I don't know how that works. I don't know either. I've never... Literally, I have never run more than seven miles in my life. I can't tell and I have you. to do six more. I, I would say that it's been less than that for me. Yeah, I don't know, but I just have never kept track of it. Really, I have. I never run to run. I was always running to to condition myself. to get away from somebody who's chasing you. I haven't done that that much, or while I was being drunk and not having a ride. Mm, yeah, but that's not running. That's just walking, stumbling. Yeah, uh, I know we have runners who listen to this, mm-hmm. and I don't want any input from them. Mm. I. They're playing a different game. They're playing a different game. Got you. Yeah. They're, like, they're Ken Griffey Jr. You're in the slow pitch softball league. Right. And I'm striking out every 10th at bat. Mm. I, 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 you like it. It's fun. Right. <laughs> but you're not I, ready I for that I end up buying yet. a lot of beer for my teammates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I get you. That said. You play catcher. If, if, like, if, I'm, if I'm just screwed, I suppose let me know. Like, if I'm going to die on this thing, I'd like to know in advance. Oh, you ain't going to die. Everyone keeps saying that. What's the fastest you've ever ran a mile? One mile. Oh, I don't know. I haven't run for speed in a long time. You should try and run for speed. Ooh. He's going for distance. That's right. Good song. He's going for speed. Is there any more events? Uh, Not really, huh? Um, I don't know how to make this an event. I keep a list on my phone of just like random things that come to me throughout the week. So when we get oh, great. get I, here, oh yeah, I wrote down Applebee's chicken fajita roll up. That's an event. It kind of is. It's a really good meal. Say it again. Applebee's chicken, chicken fajita roll up. Now, when I say chicken fajita roll up, mm-hmm. what are you envisioning? Um, little roll up. Tortilla deals. Uh huh. Um, with meat on the inside. Chicken, probably. Chicken fajita. Yeah. Yep. Um, it's got the fajita sauce and seasoning on there. Uh, maybe some peppers inside there. Mm-hmm. And some type of sauce, saucy substance, all wrapped up in a. Basically, it starts out as a burrito, and you and you chop it up like a sushi. You know? Oh, so like a little pinwheel sort of. Yes. Yeah. I think I think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I'm imagining. Well, when I when I hear the word fajita, that just automatically I think peppers and onions. 
Like that that's a vital part of fajitas to me. That's what I said peppers. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Right. That this doesn't have that. No peppers. No peppers. It's uh a tortilla with chicken, lettuce, pico, and Mexi ranch. That's a burrito. And then it's rolled up and cut in half. That's a burrito. It's a chicken fajita roll up. That's just a burrito, and I don't knock it. That's great, but call it that. <laughs> chicken fajita roll up sounded better on the Applebee's menu. It it uh Focus grouped better. Is it more gourmet? Right. That's a burrito. I mean, what you described to me, and you know it. No, like, like a burrito needs to have rice, right? No. No. Okay, when I think burrito. What makes a burrito right. a burrito? When I think burrito, I think um, Qdoba Chipotle. And that that's that's not, that's probably a bad burrito representative. That That's probably fair. It is a version of a burrito. Yeah. I, but it's loaded down with rice. I, I look at it more broad and general than that. Uh-huh. I don't think it really needs to have much of anything to, to be a burrito. Tortilla, meat, something else, slam it all together, roll it up. It's a burrito. What's the difference between a burrito and a wrap and a soft taco? A uh, soft taco is only folded once. A burrito is, is wrapped? Yes. Okay. Uh, I feel like a burrito has to have beans. To me, that's the defining characteristic really? of a burrito beans i'm not going there either and more broad more general an enchilada has to have sauce that's the only difference to me between an enchilada and a burrito it's a beanless plus sauce burrito yeah that's that's one that i don't get sometimes like a smothered burrito right that's an enchilada that's an enchilada yeah basically it, it's a single enchilada instead of like a whole pan of them mm-hmm. yeah Bigger, bigger than an enchilada, though. Generally, a burrito fatter. Yeah, fatter than an enchilada. Enchiladas are long and skinny. Okay, so we've decided the chicken fajita roll up is a burrito because it's not smothered. The the, the sauce it, is inside. Say it one more time. Chicken, lettuce, pico, Mexi ranch. It's a burrito. Burrito. And it's rolled up. It rolled up. And it's one thing. One. Well, it cut in half. Uh maybe it's a wrap. Oh, I guess the Mexi Ranch. Maybe it's a wrap. The Mexi Ranch served on the side. It's not inside. So inside, I guess, is just chicken, lettuce, pico. It, I, I think you could. Now, what's what's the difference between a burrito and a wrap? A wrap is cold. A wrap is cold. And this is the the chicken is warm, but everything else is a cold ingredient. It might be a wrap. Okay. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Chicken fajita wrap. Chicken fajita wrap. It's a roll-up. Now, um, secondary question, why were you at Applebee's? Oh, I haven't been to Applebee's in a while. Uh, I just saw people slamming it on Twitter, and I thought, mm-hmm. you know what sounds good? Chicken fajita roll-up at Applebee's. It's the only thing I ever get there, and if I order anything else, I'm always disappointed. And half the time when I order that, I'm a little disappointed because it's not as big as I want it to be. Yeah. I've told you this on this show before. The only thing I ever get at Applebee's is their the mac and cheese with the little chicken strips in there. Right, because you're a baby. But there, it's not. It's not how it sounds. It's not <laughs> off the kids' menu. Mac and hey, with mac and cheese and chicken strips. No, it's not. It's it's like spiral mac and cheese, oh. but big spiral mac and cheese. But it's real, you know, cheese. It's not like cheddar or Delvita shit like that. Like it's not that. And then the chicken strips are flavored like they're not just breaded chicken it's breaded chicken with 
I think they call it lemon pepper or mm, maybe not, but they're good. Is it spicy it's, in any way? Yes. Yes? A little bit. I think okay, the, that's, the, the strips are spicy. That's a point in your favor because kids don't like spicy. Uh-huh. Okay. It's not a kid's thing. Big bowl. <laughs> Sometimes I think to myself, you know, I like that idea on the kids' menu. Can I just get it in a bigger portion? When it when they give you a drink, does it come with a lid and a straw? It doesn't. Oh, okay. Okay. So they, they Another point for me. They acknowledge that you're an adult. I am. That's good. Mm-hmm. I usually order a beer, actually. Wow. Do you get the uh, the tall one, the brewski? Yeah. That's the thing, though. You can't find any good beer at Applebee's. I know it. I There are people who sit in there at the bar. Isn't that weird? I say it like it's a secret. Don't. You know that? They have a bar? People sit in there at the bar and make friends with the bartender and like it's their neighborhood bar. Yeah. Neighborhood what, bar That's what real. they call it. Yeah. It's like it is the bar that they go to. Hey, honey. I'm going to the I'm bar. going to the bar. That's fucking Applebee's. That's not a bar. You could get Blue Moon, Bud Light, and w- weird girly drinks, and that's it. Dollaritas. Yeah. That's not the I bar. I think the only beer I've... Go ever- to a bar. That's not the bar. The only beer I've ever had at Applebee's was a PBR. Oh. That's the only... And it was it was like two bucks for a brewski. So I said, sure, I suppose. Yikes. Why not? I don't think I've ever paid more than $2 for a PBR, though. You shouldn't. Right. Hey, you want to do a top seven? Yeah. You just cracked open a beer. Not yet. Save that. I'm going to pour it. Is that okay? Okay. That takes some time. It's a heady beer. It is. Uh, Top seven chain restaurants. Sit-down variety. You go first. Uh, This is in no specific order, right? Correct. No rules. But I still do have to come up with a number one pick. Not fast food. Not fast food. Sit down. There has to be a waiter involved. I'll go number one. Okay. Red Robin. They have like endless stuff. You can get a bottomless root beer float. Chili's, I guess. Chili's. You go to Chili's? No. <laughs> I don't go to any of them. You know, No? Not particularly. Really? Um, Carabas? You like Carabas? See, I was gonna go Olive Garden. We don't have a we don't have a Carabas yeah. in Lincoln. Do we used to? There was something by South Point. I don't remember if it's Carabas is okay. The only time I've had it was in Kansas City, and I really had to pee the whole time, but I couldn't <laughs> pee. That's a bad experience. Yeah, it was bad. Why couldn't you pee? I don't know, prostate issues or something. What? Wait, like you actually tried to go to the bathroom and you couldn't do it? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I thought you meant like no, the bathroom like, was no. closed. It, it wasn't prostate issues either. It was whatever. Okay. I just I couldn't pee, but I had to pee. That's weird. And it was it was just like this thing in the back of my mind the whole time. It worked out fine, you know. I passed mm-hmm. whatever kidney stone or whatever it was. Mm. Wow. It, it wasn't a kidney stone. I'm confused. It doesn't matter. Carabas. Uh, Carabas. Yeah. What I remember from Carabas is they brought the they brought the bread. Yeah. And then they brought out some olive oil and herbs and mixed that together right at the table. Uh-huh. And I said, Well, why'd you do that? Because I'd never seen that before. Yeah. He said, Well, you take the bread you and you dip, dip it in, you the dip it in there. Yeah. I thought, why would I just dip bread in oil? That sounds disgusting. Well, it's, it's better than that. It was better than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh that said, Olive Garden because of soup salad and breadsticks. So much food. 
Have, how's we didn't get an update on your? I've done it twice. Still, twice. You said twice like three weeks ago. I've done it twice. <laughs> That's an expensive two meals. I know. When's it up? End of November. Okay, you got a little time, but you got to pick up the pace. I know. But I just can't. I just can't. You know, I just feel so terrible after I go there. Really? Yeah, I just feel so mm. bad. And then there's an extra. An extra meal waiting for me, yeah, and then I eat it. Eat. Yeah, there's so much food. Well, you don't it have it to wasn't worth food. it. I got it for the gimmick. I got it for the joke, for the story. Yeah, do it for the. And it is Insta. cool going in there saying, "Here's my card." You flash it. Yeah, free pasta. Do they have to take it and swipe it or anything? They do. Huh? Yeah, and do it you, says my name on. Do it. Do you get to swipe it at the table on their little tablet? They don't they take it? Oh. They take it back. That's the best invention ever. Yeah. The little tablet. Oh, no, that's the worst invention. Why really? would you need that? I love it. I hate waiting for the waiter to come back. I get to just swipe my card Is right there. Is it nice the having a conversation with no, the I people hate, you're I at dinner with? People. Okay. Well, then it is good. Yeah. I, I limit all interactions. Um. Okay. We have four. Three more. Three more. Uh, You're up. Wait. One of us is up. We went out of order. Just... So if you can think of one, think of to one. To recap, Applebee's, Chili's, Carabas, and Olive Garden. Uh, no, you picked Red Robin, not Applebee's. Oh, yeah, Red Robin. So now you're picking Applebee's? Uh, purely on the merits of the chicken fajita roll-up, which is a, a clearly misnamed Just, entree. Can you give me a couple more examples? I can't think of any. You can't think of any? No. Like TGI Fridays mm. or like Boston Market? That doesn't. That's not a sit-down. Oh, okay, I've never been there. It's not a sit-down. They're out of Lincoln now. It's not a sit-down. Really? I always pictured it as a sit-down. Uh, cheddars? Oh, Cheddars. Yeah. I guess. You like Cheddars? No. <laughs> I don't. I don't really like any of them. The only time I've, I've been to Cheddars, I ordered a Monte Cristo, and I didn't know what it was. How about like how about like Buffalo Wild Wings? Oh, that's a good Does one. Does that count? That's, yeah, that's a good one. Or I, I guess I would prefer Buffalo Wings and Rings to that. Yeah. I have a hard time going to a place and, and ordering wings. Really? They're always more expensive than I think they should be for tiny little pieces of chicken. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, they are. That's a problem. Yeah. And at Wings and Rings, or at uh, at B-Dubs, I, I think Wings and Rings is good because they have, they have more on their menu. Yeah. At B-Dubs, I always think, uh, you really don't have anything else on your menu. And I feel forced to order wings. They got burgers and stuff. They're bad, but yeah, right. Wings and Rings is good. Their their other stuff is good at Wings and Rings. I I don't like any of the picks that I've made. Really, is there a sit down chain pizza place? I want that place. Mellow Mushroom, CC's, CC's. <laughs> it's a buffet. I'm thinking like, uh, oh, that counts. CC's would count. Why wouldn't CC's? Count? I love and hate CC's. Oh, I hate. 100% hate CC's. I love the $5 price tag. Um, What about like a P.F. Chang's or something like that? Yeah, that'd count. I've never been. I've been once. Just get just get actual Chinese. Don't worry about that. <laughs> it's just like it's just like that. Uh, what's the place? Panda. Panda Express. It's like that? Well, I mean, in, in terms of just don't get it and get your normal Chinese oh, place. But, but Panda's... I... I like Panda, though. I know it's not Chinese. 
I don't like panda. But it tastes good. It doesn't taste that good. They're, they're orange chicken. That's what you have to get, right? The, well, that's that's their thing. Yeah. And if you go to a place, you got to get their thing, right? I guess. I always get the two entree plate with orange chicken and the one with pineapple and red peppers. I forget what it's called. But it's really good. General Sal? Nope. Szechuan? Nope. Can't get that at freaking America Panda. Panda Doesn't America. matter. I can get orange chicken. Can't get that. It's really good. Beer number three? Three. All right. Beer number three. Ideas. Ideas. You had an idea from earlier, logged away. Um, can you remember it, first of all? Uh, also, do you have any other ideas? No, I don't remember it. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, save it for ideas. Nope, but I do have something written down. Oh, you do? Good. It says in my list, brewery slash daycare. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I like that idea. And um, here's what I was thinking. I was thinking, you know how you can go to the gym and they have a daycare where you can go with your kid and just like leave the kid in the daycare uh-huh. while you go and work out? They should have that same thing. But with drinking instead of working out. So I can bring my kid. And and, and nobody's going to judge me for bringing my kid to a brewery or a bar Drop or a off. tap room or whatever. Like they're going to go over there and they're going to finger paint mm-hmm. and uh, play with the ball pit. Now, the question is, Mark, what happens after? I knew you were going to ask that. There needs to be some guidelines. There needs to be guidelines. Like, if you drop off your kid, you only get two drink tickets. And, and that's it. You, you, you can't be Still, you're playing a dangerous game. Yeah. That's that's a lot of liability there. You probably got to have, like, a... Uh, you got to have a shuttle service. Shuttle service. Maybe there's a mandatory, like, sit down and watch a movie. Like, at, at 3 o'clock, you go and you watch Happy Feet with your kid, and you sober up, and mm. the kid gets happy, yeah, and then you, you drive out. You can get away from the liability. Like, if you get the shuttle service going, you shuttle everyone back to this parking lot where you drop them off at their cars, and then mm-hmm. they make the decision whether to drive home or not. Yeah. You're off scot-free. <laughs> You're not. That's not you. At that point, they're out of your hands. Mandatory breathalyzers. I, w- I won't give you your kid back until you blow a point oh four. Mark, I just... Uh, I'm, I'm holding your kid ransom. Yeah, I just don't think that this is a great idea. Um, I, I hear you... I love it. I love I love the idea. Okay? But I okay. just wouldn't work. Help me make it better then. Okay? Like, like I, this seems like it could be viable. There, There's a, a seedling starting to sprout... How do we turn it into a big old oak? What if the kids drink two? Drink two. <laughs> Is that what you're going to say? Does that make it worse or better? <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. Okay. What if the kids like help out in the brewery and are cleaning the equipment? Does that make it better? That's, they're learning. They're seems learning. Like that would make it. Worse. It's like Montessori school. They're learning valuable skills for when they grow up. Yeah, still doesn't help your drunkenness. Right. Okay. This is the problem that we have. You're too drunk to drive, uh, and get your kid back. 
Right. Right. That's the problem we need to zero in on. It's not labor. <laughs> it's not what do we drink. It's it's I'm drunk and my kid is about to be back into my custody. What do I do? How do we fix this? Yeah. Um, and I have to go home. Okay. What if instead of free Ubers, daycare built in, I like that built like into that. the whole system, Uber minivan service. Yep. What if instead of daycare, it's overnight camp for parents and kids? Yeah. 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 That's something. It's not daycare anymore. Right. So you're scrapping right. the idea. The idea is gone. <laughs> it's, it's not daycare anymore. It's it's brewery camp. It's basically three beers in <laughs> with kids. Three, it's three beers in. It's that's yeah, what it is. Right. It's a beer you're hotel. Right. I think I saw this in the Columbus, Ohio yellow pages. Now that you mentioned it, it's a beer hotel now. Okay, right. But there are camp counselors singing songs yep. and telling ghost stories. Wow. And like making s'mores. So just a hotel so, with more activity. So for now, kids. It, now it's a camp out. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you, yeah, that, no, you, you're saying that like it's a bad thing. I think it's a great idea. It's not a bad thing. I'm just I'm worried that you're straying away from your original idea, which is to have right just beer to be able to go to the daycare. brewery, drop in for an hour. And then, how about no, no service? We'll just fill up your growlers. Stuff will we'll fill up your growlers or you know your crowlers or whatever you got. Uh huh. We have our we brew our own beer here at the daycare, and we have other <laughs> things too. But and but there's no sitting. You and take it to the road, right? But see, then then I don't need a daycare. Well, you still need a daycare. Like like I, if you're just filling up my growler, I'm just sitting there for five minutes while you fill up my growler. Basically, what it is is if if I your current daycare. Had just this weird guy on the side who said, "Hey, I beer, I, I brew beer," and you're like, "Oh, can I try some?" I'm like, "Yeah, that's what it is. That's what it is." I don't think anybody. I haven't asked enough questions at my daycare. There is a weird guy. Hey, man, I sell weed. Right, it's that guy. Oh, he brews beer too, and he sells weed. Does he like make moonshine? I'm sure. Probably. If you asked. Yeah. What if I needed tickets? Does to like a concert? Does he have a hookup? Probably. I'm not saying that he's like the guy guy, you know. Oh, okay. I'm just saying he's a guy who who might brew mm. slash. Okay. So, so I, I still need to find a guy. Do you have a guy? You have a hookup? Someone you go to if you need something? So what you're talking about is something out of the ordinary, right? Something. Right, right, like something I can't find on Ticketmaster or no. eBay. No, no, I don't think I Basically, do. uh, a mic from Breaking Bad. Right. Yeah. Take care of my messy right. stuff here. I, I need something. Come Take care it. of my problems. Get me, try and get me into this thing mm -hmm. here. I don't really have needs like that. That's the thing. I don't. Mm. If we're talking about tickets to concerts, like I don't really want to do that that much, or I don't, you know, I don't want to be like a VIP, or so I don't need to meet Justin Bieber or anything like that. Maybe he's a nice guy, and maybe this is affected by my lack of friends, and then therefore I don't get asked 
for stuff. Right, right. I mean, who's the only, your friends ask you for stuff? Do you right? get asked for tickets? Oh yeah, I, I get that. I just say no, oh, like sports tickets. Yeah, like sports for the day job that we cover. Right. You know, I'm like, no, I don't have that. <laughs> like, I'm not really involved with the team whatsoever. I could call somebody and see maybe. Right, and you you will have to pay for them. Right. This is not a special deal here. So n- nobody really asked me to do anything, and therefore I don't really. I, I mean, I don't really do anything myself. So therefore, I, I just don't have anybody any. But, any thing to ask anybody about okay so i don't need the guy you're boring yep no guys okay do you have any ideas not really <laughs> we're supposed to be really smart by this part of the episode do we have to chug yeah well we still have to dream journal and rate so you have that much time to finish you like sweet potatoes i love sweet potatoes i really do I don't. Why not? I just think they should taste like potatoes. They should taste like normal potatoes. You got to get past that in your in your brain. Yeah, and kind of just consider them a different thing. Yeah, they're their own thing. They're yams. Uh, I can't. What's the difference between a sweet potato and a yam? Don't know. You're the sweet potato expert. I'm not. I just eat them. That doesn't make me an expert. More of an expert than me. You know what I like to do? is I like to take my sweet potato and cut it into thin slices. You know, we're talking like quarter inch or so. And then put that in my toaster. And you have to you have to toast it. It takes a little while. You got to like turn it all the way up and toast it and then do that again. But they, they bake quite nicely. And then take like a fried egg and put that on top. And then you got a nice little sweet potato egg thing that doesn't take very long in the morning. It's very nice. Like in the skin? Is that what you're talking about? Like in no, the potato like, skin? No, you... uh. You peel it, but then you slice it. You put the whole potato in the toaster? The slice? Yeah, it's like putting a Pop-Tart in there. Like we talking about? They're firm. It's a sweet potato. Oh, a Pop-Tart. I was thinking like French fry. No, no, yeah, like like a nice full slice of potato. Oh, that sounds cool. Yeah. I like potatoes and eggs. Sweet potatoes and eggs. That's my idea. Sweet potatoes? Mm-hmm. I... I want to eat more sweet potatoes, but my wife doesn't like them. And it's very disappointing to me. Even like sweet potato fries. She goes, yeah, no, that's okay. Hard pass. Do you do sweet potato fries? No. Do you do, do you do yams on Thanksgiving with the marshmallows on top? No. I don't do yams or marshmallows individually. You don't, you don't like marshmallows? Not really. You don't like s'mores? What? Not really. How did you drink the beer last week? The fluff fluff. <laughs> great question, Mark. I don't know. Don't know the yeah. answer to that question. Question, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> great question, Mark. It was a great question. Mark. I don't know. Um, I didn't like that beer. Did you actually like the beer? I did at first. If I could have stopped and you know taken an hour to drink one glass of it while I was just sitting on the couch I didn't or have by fun. a campfire or anything. I didn't really have that much fun. I'm sorry. That's the whole point of this podcast. <laughs> no, I, no, you know what? I, I listened back to it. Uh-huh. And it, it was kind of funny. Just because I was sitting there the whole time saying, Mark, you're drunk. Yeah, you were pissed. I, I was... It, it dawned on me at some point because the next day at the day job, I, I left early because I, I got sick. Yeah. 
It dawned on me. You kept calling, saying how sweaty I was the whole episode. Mm -hmm. It dawned on me. I was sick. <laughs> I was sick during the last episode, and that's why I was super sweaty. Huh. Also drinking. Yeah, you are that, that less sweaty now. I am less sweaty. It's, it's as hot, if not hotter, today. Wow. You said you turned the AC off. Huh. I was sick. Oh. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Should not do that anymore. Not get sick. So I'll, I'll be I'll be at the day job tomorrow. Can we go to the dream journal? Yeah, let's go to the dream. Are journal. we at that point? Should we just like start? Oh, crushing? absolutely, absolutely. I think it's crush time. You yep. go first. Where, where are we at on time? We're at a minute twenty one. An hour? Um, yeah, an hour and twenty one minutes. Still okay. Note to sell for the future: we gotta go faster. We went way too long on 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 beer two. Beer two was really long today. We gotta go faster. I hear you. All right. I hear you. New rule. New rule. Go faster. Write that in the in the okay on the page. Okay. Gotta go faster. You're gonna have to help me remember all the rules for the page. All right, remember that one though. Gotta go faster. <laughs> um, my dream journal. And once again, I have a bunch of stuff that is left over from. Um, I, like I had a dream journal before this show. Right. So I had it. Yeah, you've got that advantage on me. I just started with episode two. I have a bunch kind of logged away, so I'm not entirely sure what I've read or what I haven't read on this podcast before. So I'll let you know. Let me know. Um, this one says, James Franco and Seth Rogen picked me up after I got an email from Fred Petito, who is actually the Miller North football coach. Miller okay. North in Omaha, Nebraska. Um, you didn't go there. I did briefly. Oh, okay, right. About an acting gig. Once again, I'll start first sentence again. James Franco and Seth Rogen picked me up after I got an email from Fred Petito about an acting gig. We picked up more celebrities along the way, and we were all naked. Once again, my dreams don't make any sense. All three of you, or it was uh, Fred, all of us. Fred Petito? We were all naked. Who? The celebrities who joined the car were naked too. Who was most ashamed to be naked? Don't remember. Who was least ashamed to be naked? Probably Seth Rogen. That makes sense. Were you embarrassed? Probably. Did you pretend like you weren't? Like you were just cool with it? Mm. Doesn't seem like a situation that I would thrive in. All that much. That makes sense. Me, Seth Rogen, James Franco, James Franco, Miller North football coach, other celebrities being naked. Yeah. I don't like that. So maybe it was more of a nightmare. I think I'd be cool with it. I find that hard to believe. I have, I have no, nothing to hide. What do you have in your dream journal? I don't have anything new, and that's, that's a problem here. I, uh... Should I... Well, I, I remember pieces. I remember a man with a gun and I was jumping on it. Like he was on the ground and I was jumping on him until he finally like let go of the gun. Yeah. I remember no details outside of that. Why he had a gun. He must have been robbing something, doing something must bad. And I was the hero then in that case. Nice job. Jumping on him. Like... Like like a trampoline, basically. Oh, you, like, were, you were jumping on him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Like up and down. Um, I I kind of picture it like 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 he was a squeaky toy. Wee wee wee. 
as as I jumped on him. Eventually, he let go of the gun, and you were having a great time. Yeah, right. It sounds like fun. What would that be pointing to? Mm-hmm. How you're a hero in gun, everyday life? Gun control, politics. Um, I hate the Second Amendment. I love the Second Amendment. If I had had a gun, if I if I had a concealed carry permit, I wouldn't have had to jump on him. It's true. I don't know. I don't know. I, I feel some way about the Second Amendment, though. Let's write the spear. Let's do it. Um, and I feel like this is going to be a growing theme of the show. I would rather not pound three of these. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just not the right beer to do. You know, that. I don't. I don't even mind doing that because it's a lager. Lagers are generally more poundable. the The hoppiness gets in the way of that a little bit with the the India Pale part of the name. Yeah, like if 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 you've heard these awkward pauses, it's because we're like catching our breath. You know, because <laughs> it gets so dry. It's those half burp, half hiccup sorts of mm-hmm. things. Um. To, to recap, this is the Brickway IPL yes, out of you. Omaha, Nebraska. That's India Pale Lager. Um, we got we got to start bringing like a cooler or something. Yep, that's, that's also that's true. Part of this thing here, it's hot in here, yeah. and the beers got warm. We're learning. We'll get there. We're we're only nine episodes in. Ice hasn't occurred to us yet. Um, so I will go with a seven point seven. Ooh, it's good. Yeah, it is good. I'm 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 rating based off based off of recency here because I don't remember an hour ago. Right now it's warm, Ooh. aggressively bitter. I'm I was rating off of the begin. I remember thinking to myself, man, this I I like this. Yeah. See, uh, whatever about halfway through the first beer. What I remember is right now, so therefore I'm going seven point two. Okay, so I think this might be the first time ever that I've had a higher rated one than you. That's not true. Oh, but I don't know specific. Examples. I just remember making the page and going, wow, Connor went higher than me on that one. Okay. Well, this check, is it then. Check the page. Beer ratings at threebeerslater.com, which is where you might be listening to this podcast. Or or you could be listening on iTunes. You could be listening on Google Play. You could be listening on Stitcher. You could be listening on TuneIn. On any of those, you could subscribe. You can favorite. You can leave ratings. You can tell the world how much you love this podcast. Please tell the world. How much you love this podcast. That's it for episode nine. Goodbye.